5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. Happy Wednesday, everybody. We are jumping right back into some more Lenten readings that are kind of distributed all throughout Christendom, whether it was Catholic or Methodist or Baptist or Lutheran. We're just looking up the passages. We're not seeing their reflection on it. And uh, and here it is from John chapter 8. Uh, this is Jesus and Abraham. So Jesus having a discussion with the Pharisees again. Jesus said to the people who believed in him, you are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. But we are descendants of Abraham, they said. We have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean? You will be set free. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Everyone who sins is a slave to sin. A slave is not a permanent member of the family, but a son is part of the family forever. So if the son sets you free, you are truly free. Yes, I realize that you are descendants of Abraham, and yet some of you are trying to kill me because there's no room in your hearts for my message. I am telling you what I saw when I was with my father, but you are following the advice of your father. Our father is Abraham, they declared. No, Jesus replied, for if you really... That if you were really the children of Abraham, you would follow his example. Instead, you're trying to kill me because I told you the truth, which I heard from God. Abraham never did such a thing. No, you are imitating your real father. They replied, we aren't illegitimate children. God himself is our true father. Jesus told them, if God were your father, you would love me because I have come to you from God. I am not here on my own, but he sent me. All right, so you can see this is a a real struggle back and forth once again as Jesus is talking about following him. And he says, so if you are a follower, you're going to remain, right? You're going to be faithful to the things that Jesus has said. And this truth, right, the truth of Jesus, the truth that he speaks, the truth that he is truth, will set them free, right? But again, they can't just say, all right, cool, we don't, uh, we don't go along with your message, but they're like, you know, we've never been slaves to anyone. Now, this is a really odd statement, because if you're looking at the history of the Jews, they actually have been slaves to many. So, you know, like maybe they're saying, in, my, in our hearts, we've never been slaves to anybody, um, but you actually were slaves in Egypt. Um, you were actually slaves when you were taken into exile. Um, there's not a, a, a lot of time, I think there's like a hundred years possibly, in the history of the Jewish people that they were ever actually truly free. So it's funny that this these people are like, we're not slaves to anyone. Maybe in your heart, but actually, historically, you have been slaves. And Jesus is trying to be able to bring freedom to you, but you can't listen to it. And here's the here's the place where we're actually understanding why they can't make room for it. Right? And it says, "Yes, I realize that you you are descendants of Abraham, and yet some of you are trying to kill me because there's no room in your hearts for my message." And this is where the political power structure comes into play. 
Now we'd say, why is there politics in religion? I don't know, but we know it's existed for a long, long time. Why? Because people are involved. And if people are involved, there's usually going to be a political scale somewhere that some you know people are trying to mess with it and gain power, gain control. Um, but it's in that place, this political power structure within the, their religion, that they're saying there's no room for you to be the Messiah here. Like, even if we actually tried to receive some of the message that you were bringing, even if we were trying to hear it, even if we were trying to actually, you know, put it down in our hearts, we know there's just no room. There's no room for you to do that because we've got the power here and we're waiting for one who's going to look more like us and less like you. And that's a big part of the barriers that are causing this rejection of Jesus. Well, not even just a rejection. I mean, they're, they're actively trying to figure out ways of killing Jesus. And so Jesus is trying to be able to tell them, like, you're doing this not, not because there's actually anything wrong with the message, but it's everything to do with why you can't receive it. You're putting up these roadblocks. You want me dead, right? And this is not the following the example of Abraham. All right, some of the manuscripts read, if you are really the children of Abraham, follow his example. And if you are a follower of Abraham, yeah, and, and Abraham was also flawed, which is also the you know place where you're like, Jesus, are you sure you want to you know point to Abraham as the ultimate example? Um, he was trying to say that he's the ultimate example, but they're like, if you're associating yourself with Abraham, there are things that Abraham did that you definitely are not living out. So instead, they're trying to kill Jesus because he was speaking truth. And it says there in verse 41, no, you are imitating your real father. So they replied, we aren't illegitimate children. God himself is our true father. So what are they saying? Jesus is like you're stuck in a religious loop. You're just repeating the same things that were repeated to you. So Jesus is trying to be able to tell them, hey, can you just identify this? Jesus is trying to be able to point out the roadblocks in people's heads, and he's trying to be able to say, if you could remove that, if you could just get out of that way, you actually would understand that you're not a follower of Abraham or a son of Abraham. You're actually just your father's son, and you're speaking the same things that he spoke and that he learned from his father and from his father. And so we've seen a distortion. You're not following Abraham. You're not following Jesus. You've distorted this truth. So today, in this season of Lent, where are we continuing to try and distort Jesus, to distort the truth to make it possibly fit maybe what we've heard, maybe from our fathers, maybe passed down through that religious vein. But maybe it's something that you've heard other people say that you're trying to be able to fit in. So where are you distorting truth? Now I know this is where we're going to get into a whole bunch of fights because people are like, no, I have the truth. And somebody else is like, no, but I have the truth. And you're trying to be able to so really trying to get down to the foundation. Where does that truth come from? 
because if it is the truth, it will stand up. Consider that today. Consider the distortions. Consider Jesus being the truth. All right, everybody, we're going to end there today. We'll be back again tomorrow. Mm -hmm.